top corner, if you're looking at us, Jake Vold. Uh, the bottom in the middle supporting probably the only facial hair that'll keep him out of most playground zones, Mr. Caleb Bennett. <laughs> Thank you. Now, t tell us about the mustache. Come on. Well, I mean, anyone that knows the rodeo world knows it's mustache May. And so whether we're riding and competing or not, I'm still participating in mustache May. There you go. Jake, you? No. No, no rodeos, no mustache this year. No rodeos, no mustache. Yeah. Okay. I usually only get him talked into that to, when we go to Cloverdale. So since <laughs> there's no Cloverdale, I bet he's not going to have one. Exactly. No, I, I don't think we're heading that way. Now, I, I guess I'll start, you know, with you, Caleb. COVID, it's, uh, you're south of the border. Obviously, we're up in Canada. How much is, uh, what do you get to do down there and how's it affected you? Um, I mean, minus the fact that I'm not rodeoing every weekend, my day-to-day -day life hasn't changed a whole lot. You know, I, I managed to stay pretty busy. I got enough to do around the place and, uh, the little town I live in hasn't, isn't completely locked down like majority of the world or majority of the towns that I've heard about. So all in all, it hasn't been that bad. I, I guess the, the biggest downside and the biggest disappointment to it, it's been no rodeos, you know, no way to make a money, money right now or make the living that I'm used to. And so it's kind of, even though I've got all these projects I want to do at the place that can keep me busy, I got to pick and choose what's financially uh, reasonable at this time versus what's not. Well, that's it. I mean, you need the money coming in to do it. And Jake, uh, you know, what's going on in COVID up where you are in downtown Cremona, Alberta? Same kind of deal. Small town of 400 people hasn't really shut down a whole lot, but um, <laughs> yeah, staying busy on the place as busy we can. And uh, just like Caleb said, we're kind of picking and choosing our battles here now financially. But um, yeah, no, I uh, sure looking forward to hopefully something kicking off here now in a couple months. So we'll see. Know, Starting to get the edge again. <laughs> I know you guys have chatted a bit. Uh, Rodeo Front, what have you heard? When are things going to get going? Have you been able to enter anything? Um, yeah, actually, I entered one. <laughs> I'm entered in I'm entered in Cave Creek, Arizona, here in a couple of weeks, uh, the 24th of this month, actually. So as long as it doesn't get canceled, I'll at least get to go to one this month. Um, I had a, a run lined up with four or five of them, but uh, three of them have already canceled after I entered the first one. I got one more hope, and that's at the end of the month. So hopefully, it doesn't get canceled, and we got to enter it here in the next couple of days. But I don't foresee. I think Jake and I have talked about this quite a bit. We're kind of thinking, we're kind of keeping our fingers crossed, thinking Reno or Reno around Reno time will be the time we kind of lift the the skirt on this thing and get to kick it off. Well, that that'd be good. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, for you, Jake, it'll be. Do we get across the border? How do things work there? So, uh, any investigation or thoughts under that happening? I haven't yet. I'm going to give it a couple more weeks here. And then, uh, yeah, from what I understand, though, as of right now, we can fly down. We just can't drive across. Okay. But who knows? Hey, well, lucky well, for you, there's an airport right close to me, Jake. Exactly. Not, yeah, so that, that leads me to if you got to fly in and travel with Caleb, because you guys have traveled a bunch of miles, who normally drives? Jake's pretty good at driving, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's not, a, he's not afraid to, to pull his fair share behind the wheel. No. I feel like I, I do my all, my all right, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe not as much as I could, but when Jake's driving and it's his rig, he loves it. And I hate it. 
<laughs> so, oh, come on, I was trying to toot your horn a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just, yeah. It's If I'm heading north, though, yeah, I'll drive that sucker straight home. So, <laughs> so there's usually a couple of you guys traveling together, obviously. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of you that travel together. JR used to travel with you and stuff like that. Who's the best driver out of the bareback riders? Kyle Bowers. Yep, hands down. <laughs> I've even went to a couple with him. You don't have to touch the wheel when Kyle's driving. No. He'll drive 24, 26, 36 hours straight through for you. You can just sleep and hang out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I lost the guy from Fort Worth to Calgary one time. Is that right? Now, on the opposite side of that, who's the laziest guy? Who doesn't ever drive? Oh, geez. <clears throat> I don't know anybody that I've ever traveled with. I mean, let's be honest, Jake, out of the guys I've traveled with, probably the hardest to get drive get to drive a full tank because, you know, we, we always had this rule, you drive a full tank of fuel before you give it up. And Jake hates that rule. He's there for a couple hours, and then he's yeah. like, switch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll mess with the clock, do whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't it. know that I've really ever traveled with anybody that's that bad. They usually seem to pull their fair share. Who's you're that? not allowed to be bad, or you're not allowed yeah, to drive. Really not. Who, who's that? I said you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to be bad. You have to drive. That's right. You, you got to pull your pull your weight, right? So. Who's Who's the biggest joker on the road when you guys are traveling? Jeez, I don't know. Depends on everybody's mood. <laughs> yeah. Depends yeah. who's winning, who's losing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. If Jake and I are going down the road, we're winning. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, yeah. you know, that, that's something I'm going to touch on because a couple people Facebook messaged me today and they said, you know, how do these go, These guys go about figuring out where they're going to enter and which rodeos they're going to go to? Uh, you know, obviously you guys have a schedule and a lot of the bigger rodeos, but, you know, we see the rodeo counts change. Uh, you know, Jake, what's your theory on entering? Uh, my theory is pretty simple. It's uh, enter the big ones and get on the good ones. No secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that smile says something, Caleb. I can't wait. Yeah, well, that that is. That's his theory. And, you know, you won't believe how many times I've entered a rodeo and I'll draw something, and he's the first person I call. Jake, should I go get on this horse? There's a lot of money added. And immediately, I mean, the first words you'll know in an instant it's either well yeah that's a no-brainer or no stay home how many times have i told you (laughs) save your money save your body what we do is not you know easy on the body by any means and it uh it beats the crap out of you if you go and get on them ones that aren't worth it yeah (laughs) well i've i've heard him say that more than once you know i'll call him up and say hey where are you going this weekend Uh, i didn't draw well just gonna stay home (laughs) (laughs) yeah Usually go to a couple, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm surprised he even he just doesn't have that on his voice recording now. Yeah, staying home. <laughs> <laughs> we are staying home. So here's another question I got from someone: is they talked about three horses, all Canadian horses, and your guys' kind of thoughts on the three of them. Two of them are Northcott Moxa horses, and Stevie Nicks and Spilled Perfume, and the other one is the Big Gray Virgil. Uh, which one is the best? Mm. You know, just an opinion or or, or, what you like or dislike about them. 
Depends where you're at. It does. Depends on where you're at. And I, I think it's at a, at a, at a big, you know, four man type event when you're head to head with amongst the best, of the best, and the best, of the best in that four man, I think your two horses that are very comparable that could be one on by anyone who has them is Stevie Nicks and Virgil. Yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to almost separate their, them two. They're two different sizes of horse, um, two different bucking styles, but both of them are incredible animal athletes, and it, it's hard to kind of separate those two because at any given day you can be all of 90-plus on them. Yeah. I agree. We've uh, – between Caleb and I, we've been on all three of those horses a lot. And, um, yeah, you go to a four-man – Deal Virgil, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, you go to a rodeo, it's Stevie Nicks, or a bigger short round, it's Stevie Nicks usually. Um, Spilled's a Spilled's a a good eliminator pen draw. To she's tough to win on, but um, Caleb and I have both won, had success on him. I've been on her five times, um, and had some success, and also picked the dirt out of my ears too a couple times. So. She's uh, she's the tough one of the group, anyways. Now, I prepared a couple questions here that you know aren't tough ones. Trust me. And the first one would be, and I'll, I'll pose it to you first, Caleb, and then we'll let okay. Jake go second. Who would be the one person you would like to travel with, whether they're alive, dead, days gone by, any event, anything? Who's the one person you wish you could travel with? Um, you know, actually off the top of my head, Chris Harris come to mind, um, right when you said that and he, he has passed away, but, uh, I, uh, Tanner Oss and Ty Brewer, a couple of them guys, for some reason, I want to say it was last year at Cheyenne might've, might've been somewhere else. Anyway, we got talking about Chris and how uplifting, upbeat and how much energy that guy has. And anyone out there that knows Chris Harris, his riding style and the attitude he had towards rodeo. Um, was amazing and it, it was the most po he was the most positive influence and most positive guy to pick a guy up that you'd ever been around and ever seen and and Ty and Tanner actually got to go with him a little bit and they told me the stories and some of the things that he would do or say to bring you up and keep you going down the road and actually Tanner played a, a voicemail that he has saved on his phone from Chris Harris calling him and kind of pumping him up before a rodeo and I couldn't remember it word for word, word, and I'd screw it up if I tried. But it was, <laughs> it would, it would send chills down your spine and get you ready to spur anything. Spur so that that, that would be my pick. Spur that check. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. You heard it. Yeah. yeah. What uh, What about you, Jake? Uh, I don't know. You know, there's so many good guys and stuff. Uh, I actually did get to travel with couple guys that come to mind i was a rookie um and actually in the novice up here in canada um alan dosick and rodney ruxton from new zealand and probably the most fun i've ever had in my life rodeo wise i guess was with those two guys and and uh so i guess i outside of them i don't know uh I traveled with most guys from canada i guess my whole life but caleb actually had a pretty good point there with chris chris was a very uplifting human being and uh you know, he had his wild times, and I've been around him in his wild times, and he um, – but, man, he – He could motivate? Oh, God, it was something else. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> He's one of a kind. All right. Now, one other question. This is kind of a, I, I don't know how you'd put it. What would be your favorite rodeo moment from your career to date? Or your favorite ride on a certain, uh, certain horse? Hmm. I don't know. I've probably got a couple. Well, yeah. Hey, we, hey, Facebook Live is free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, oh, I don't know. I'd probably have to go back to a few. Actually, I could throw three of them out, four Perfect. of them maybe, that uh, really stand out to me. Um, three of them were on the horses we just talked about. Uh, Stevie Nicks, I I had in Salt Lake last year to win fifty thousand on that. That was huge for me and a lot of fun. Virgil, you know, I've I've had a lot of success on and won Pinocchio on, and um, that horse is incredible. Period. And I the only other place I haven't had that horse is the NFR, and I'm waiting for that. So and then uh, I held an arena record on spilled perfume in San Angelo, so that one really stands out to me. And then, of course, last year over the 4th of July, Cody, that was probably my um, – that was a huge accomplishment in my eyes and in my mind. Um, I set an arena record there and obviously won Cody. That's a huge rodeo to win over the 4th of July. That's, that's on anybody's bucket list of rodeos to win, especially during that time of the year. And um, That helped me out tremendously last year with standings and, of course, money and everything else. So, Exactly. Jake, what, what about you? Uh, yeah, I guess I got a few too. Um, one that really stand out though is probably first one I won the first time I made the four round at Pinocchio Stampede. I, I won it on Stampede Warrior. I was 91 and a half, and um, that really kind of kick started my career there. Um, that was a pretty special moment when the hometown, um, highest marked ride at that point in my career, and uh. Yeah, it was a pretty special moment, actually, for, for myself, my family, my grandma, grandpa, everybody was there. So it was pretty cool. Um, Virgil, the CFR, setting the new arena record. I'll be honest with you, kind of made me dizzy there for a while after, so I wasn't going to remember a lot of it. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – that was good. I owed him one there, and um, that was the third time I've had him in that round. and. Um, First time I was 89 on him, and I, I, I hit him low one jump, and and it, it probably cost me doing it then. Uh, second time I slapped him, so the third time was kind of redemption day, and, and uh, I definitely made it happen, so it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I I don't know. I guess one, one ride that always comes back to me is uh, um, Strathmore in 2014. Uh, Mucho had only been around for – couple or maybe a year I guess and I was 90 on him on that short round the first time they had the short round and that was just one of the probably best spur rides I've ever made in my life and um it was like I had lightning bolts my feet that day it was it was just greatest feeling I ever had and uh that's still when there wasn't a whole lot of 90s being thrown out all the time so it was it felt really good and uh yeah that's one that definitely stands out for that's awesome well, it's exciting watching you two guys, and, and I'm going to look at it from this way. I can imagine, you know, I've seen down at Calgary or up at the CFR where you guys get to actually sit in a change room and have some fun or outside when, uh, 
you know, I remember you guys all standing around uh, Caleb's old white van with the fancy wood furnishings inside and uh, chatting away. <laughs> who's who's kind of the one guy that, uh, if you will, is always throwing the jabs out and kind of getting under everyone's nerves? Was there one guy that did that? or? Um. Oh, I can't think of anybody else. I I feel like we all dish it out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> but then amongst us, or if you're around around any of us that uh, can dish it out, you better be willing to take it or be able to take it, or you're not going to last very long amongst <laughs> the rest of us. <laughs> you're going to get pretty mad and, and sour pretty quick, wouldn't you say, Jake? Yeah, yeah. You got to be able to take it, that's for sure. But you better be able to dish it out too. So it's. Uh... Now on a you know we'll switch gears just a little bit here and. Let's talk a little bit about you guys getting back into rodeo for this year and the support systems you have. You know, I talked to Jake and, you know, we've chatted Caleb and it's one of those things you guys are keeping yourself in shape, whether it's doing work around your places, going to the gym, training a little bit, but it's the other support system you have. Uh, and, you know, this is an opportunity I'd like to take where you guys get to talk about your sponsors and thank them and things like that. Why don't we start with you, Jake? Yeah, you know, um, sponsors are a huge deal in rodeo these days and uh, the cost of everything. And um, I tell you what, when a guy gets, uh, like myself, I, I have a few really great sponsors. They're really special to me. They are, you kind of join into like a little family type of deal, you know. And um, yeah, without them, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at now. And it seems like they definitely come on at the right time in my career years ago actually and and give me that extra boost financially to get me down to where i needed to be and um and they've been on ever since so you know what i uh pipeworks limited um steeny bros trucking and since jeans and i just joined up with kubota tractor land and um super excited you know and i know this year's the start's been a little slow but um if things get kicked off here in july we'll be back on board and um We'll be showing them off again, so it'll be good. Awesome. And, Caleb, how about you? Uh, you know, you've had some great supporters over the years and some some uh, groups that have been with you for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, I have. You know, um, Silver Lining Herbs and, of course, Ariad have been with me for probably the longest, and they're probably my, my two biggest ones and best ones for sure. And, and they've, they've shown me huge support for a long time, you know. And I just picked up another one the start of this year, even when I was – uh, down and out with my surgery and wasn't sure when I was going to be back, you know, I, I empire. So they're, uh, they're a CBD company. It's awesome. But, um, no, they've all done wonders for me. You know, like Jake said, whether it be financially, you know, um, physically, you know, with some of the products and stuff I get from silver lining and I empire and, um, Ariat keeps me clothed and going down the road. And, you know, there's always, uh, the support uh, from family and friends too that throw in the mix and that's all huge and and that adds up quickly especially in times like this when you want to get down you you turn to people like that well for sure now you know before we finish up here i i gotta ask this question because i've heard a number of people ask this question on different things and you know for you guys it's more of uh how do, let's pretend neither one of you guys are married right now and okay. we're not going to go down down that path. Look at that. The whitest teeth in rodeo right there. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's not going to get like that, Caleb. 
if COVID happened again, you know, this all happened again and you had to, you know, basically go into segregation or what I call self-confinement or whatever, who would you like to have to spend COVID with? And we're supposed to pretend we're not married. Well, just in case you wanted to take this a different direction, I mean, I know you, the first choice, you'd say you'd spend it with your wife because you're a good man. Yeah, you're dang right. Because that's what yeah. I've been spending it with. And it's been yeah. great. That's why he's outside right now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's around. Trust me. She's probably <laughs> eavesdropping right now. Um, I, I don't know, I guess, who I, I would. I mean, do you have to choose just one? Oh, choose a couple. What the heck? Because I, I think if I had to do this again and I wasn't married, I'd probably swarm myself with, with guys that I've either rodeoed or traveled with. Because that seems like it, those are – I mean, like we've talked, you know, um, going with Jake a few times and, and for the past few years here and there and whatnot. And, of course, Richie, uh, they're very positive, very upbeat. Times get rough or whatever going down the road, just kind of like times are right now for a lot of people with this COVID deal. Um, having the right friends around you helps pick you up, keeps your spirits high. Um, they have the right things to say that um, keep you going and pushing forward versus trying to go in the going backwards or going in the negative. So I'd, I'd probably have to pick a couple of guys like Jake, Richie, good friend Baylor from Tremont, Utah. It's a bulldogger. And that's where I'd self-quarantine myself with them guys. <laughs> How about you, Jake? Jennifer Anderson. <laughs> how did you know no uh has got a really good point it's um um i don't know you got a good point that's, that's the that's the that's the beauty of our sport right and the, the camaraderie and stuff we've developed over the years and and um you find your right group that you mix with and uh yeah and, and to be around i i sure wish i was close to them guys like and and even my traveling partners from up here um instead of being a phone call away, you know, I, I wish we were around each other and, and, uh, just riding buck feet together, just really, even if you're going to the gym or doing whatever it, you just kind of keep that, that drive, that spirit you got in you. And, and, um, really want, really makes you still want it, want to get going. And, um, that's what I feel like we could all be using right now. So. Well, that's, uh, you know, it, it's great. It's, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you talk to anyone in rodeo and I'm sure you guys can uh, say it, get into the rodeo and rodeoing, whether it's someone like me that sits in the announcer stand or you guys competing or the judges or the timers or anyone at the rodeo. Yeah. You're having fun, but it's the time on the road and away from the rodeo that, uh, Wow, do you get a lot of laughs and have some fun with it? Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so, well, as as we get ready to wrap it up, guys, I only have one question on Facebook that I can see, and uh, it was someone that asked me if uh, you guys could tell me uh, how rank is Killer B? Never been on her, but from the looks of things, it's pretty wolfy. <laughs> I've watched her throw down some of the toughest bareback riders in the world, you know, Austin Foss being one of them. Um, Casey Field got her road, and but she took the fight to him at the end of that deal and put him out for a while. So I'd, I'd have to say she's got to be pretty rank. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's little, pretty strong looking. Never been there myself either, but uh, she's tested the best of the best, that's for sure. So. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, as we wrap it up, guys, I want to thank you for doing this. It's our first kind of video chat podcast. A uh, bunch of fun and uh, great to see you guys. And hopefully, uh, like you said, Caleb, you're heading to Cave Creek there in a couple of weeks. And if we can get Jake across the line, I'm sure we'll see a few more guys. And it'll be great to have Rodeo back in the infield. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Awesome, guys. Take care, and we'll catch up soon. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.